to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. Our Elohim uses patterns to teach us. This time of year is all about patterns. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. These patterns are found throughout the scripture. The set-apart times of Yehovah are examples of these patterns. They come around every year, and hidden within these annual appointments are pictures of our Messiah Yeshua and His victorious work in the past and to come. Amen. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com. Find us at our new website, www.redpilltorah.com, as well as on Facebook, Twitter, Google Podcasts, Deezer, TuneIn, Spotify, Listen Notes, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. A special shout-out also to our friends in Alabama and Brazil. Psalms 27 is traditionally read daily in the month of Elul, and that's the month we're in now. This is not instructed in the Bible, but I think it's one of many traditions that is a blessing and a good thing to do. I also think it's fitting for the times that we're living in right now. Let's read it together, miss. Okay. It's called A Psalm of David. Jehovah is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Jehovah is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. With the unrest, uncertainty, and lawlessness we see all around us, we need to be reminded of who Jehovah is to us. We need not fear, despite the signs of the times. The number of people who oppose us as we stand for the ways of Jehovah does not even matter. One thing have I desired of Jehovah that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of Jehovah all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of Jehovah and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, and the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me, and he shall set me upon a rock. And now shall mine head be lifted above mine enemies round about me. Therefore I will offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto Jehovah. Here we have a repeat of the pattern that we saw in verses 1 through 3. Jehovah is the reason why we are safe. We are to trust in him and stay close to him. Hear, O Jehovah, when I cry with my voice, have mercy upon me and answer me. When you said, Seek my face, my heart said unto you, Your face, Jehovah, will I seek. Hide not your face far from me. Put not your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O Jehovah, O my of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then Jehovah will take me up. Now is the set apart time to seek the face of Jehovah. Who among us will seek Jehovah's face at the time he set apart to be sought by his people? Who has read Leviticus 23 and is willing to live by the set-apart times of the Creator? Who will prioritize Elohim's timing over their own interests? Teach me thy ways, Jehovah, and lead me in a plain path because of mine enemies. 
Deliver me not over unto the will of mine enemies. For false witnesses are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of Jehovah in the land of the living. Wait on Jehovah. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on Jehovah. Here in America, our money says, In God we trust. Assuming we're talking about the God who made and keeps covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that's a really good thing. Mm -hmm. We want Jehovah to teach us his ways. Those ways include his calendar, his set-apart times when we are to meet with him. His times reveal distinct patterns that lay out the story of Yeshua, our Messiah. We have part of Yehovah's pattern documented in the Gospels. The rest of the pattern is described in the book of Acts and the Revelation. The scriptures tell us over and over that Yehovah has carefully orchestrated the events of our history to fulfill his perfect will. Isaiah 46, starting at verse 8, reads, Remember this and stand firm. Keep it in mind, you rebels. Remember things that happened at the beginning long ago, that I am Elohim, and there is none other. I am Elohim. There is none like me. At the beginning I announced the end, proclaimed in advance things not yet done, and I said that my plan will hold. I will do everything I please to do. Tim, patterns are important in the Bible. Our Elohim uses patterns to convey meaning to us and to teach us that his word can be relied upon. This is the reason why he wants us to remember the things that happened in the beginning. That is why studying the Tanakh, which is the Torah, the prophets, and the writing, is just as important as studying the New Testament. As we develop a working knowledge of the Tanakh and the Brit Chadashah, the New Testament, we notice the patterns that Jehovah uses to teach us his ways. Amen, Mama. The patterns, seasons, and times belong to Elohim. He has an order to everything he does. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 makes that crystal clear to us. It says, starting at verse 1, For everything there is a season, a right time for every intention under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build. Up to verse 9, this beautiful scripture continues with more examples of contrasting times. Based on Leviticus 23, we know that on Elohim's calendar, there is a time for teshuvah and a time for rejoicing. For a reminder of what the Hebrew word teshuvah means, check out our podcast episode number 54 titled Repentance, Time for a U-Turn. We are approaching the time for Teshuvah. The time for rejoicing will follow soon after then. For everything there is a season. This is a season for Teshuvah. Amen. Let's pick up Ecclesiastes chapter 3 at verse 9. It says, What does the worker gain from his efforts? I have seen the task Elohim has given humanity to keep us occupied. He has made everything suited to its own time. Also, he has given human beings an awareness of eternity, but in such a way that they can't fully comprehend 
from beginning to end, the things Elohim does. I know that there is nothing better for people to do than to be happy and enjoy themselves as long as they live. Still, the fact that everyone can eat and drink and enjoy the good that results from all their work is a gift of Elohim. It is the blessing of Elohim for us to live, to enjoy the fruits of our work. That goes for our vocations or careers, the families and friendships we build, and any endeavor we may undertake. The Sabbath is also the blessing of Elohim. There is a time to work and a time to stop working. That time is the Sabbath. As we mentioned in our episode six, God's calendar, the first set apart time Elohim mentions is the Sabbath. We need to understand the Sabbath to know how we are to observe the set apart times of Yehovah. As important as our work is to our lives, we are instructed to stop working for a time during each of the set apart times of Elohim. The Sabbath is another pattern that Yehovah has given us to follow. It started in creation and it continues for his set apart people to this day. Amen again, Mama. I don't know why so many Christians fight against the Sabbath day. It's hard to see a day of rest as a burdensome law. Ecclesiastes 3, verses 14 and 15 bring the point home. They say, I know that whatever Elohim does will last forever. There is nothing to add or subtract from it, and Elohim has done it so that people will fear him. That which was is here already, and that which will be has already been. But Elohim seeks out what people chase after. From these verses, we are reminded that what Elohim does is forever. Mm -hmm. That includes his holy times. Verse 15 speaks again to the repeating patterns documented in the Bible. Truly there is nothing new under the sun. Elohim's times are a cycle by which we can and should measure time. Every year, the patterns remind us of his work in bringing salvation, redemption, and the coming restoration of all things. Amen, Daddy. We see a pattern embedded in the pattern of Jehovah's set-apart times. The three set-apart times in the fall start with a time of introspection. Hebrew people are instructed not to let leaven be seen in their homes. We know from Scripture that leaven represents sin, so that the object lesson for us is to search our hearts and to get rid of sin. The time leading up to Yom Kippur is also a time for believers to search our own hearts and to do Teshuvah. Throughout Scripture, we are instructed to prepare ourselves to meet with Yehovah. Here at Red Pill Torah, we have been encouraging believers to be ready for the upcoming set-apart times. Five weeks ago, we talked about what it means to be holy. The next week, we talked about what sin is and the difference between clean and unclean. Next, we reminded our listeners that we share responsibility for the actions of others in our groups. When there is sin in our group, we must sincerely ask for Elohim's mercy and forgiveness on behalf of our group. The next episode covered repentance and what it means from a Hebraic perspective. Last week and now, we look to Elohim's calendar. Knowing that important times are nearly here, if you want a refresher, please listen to our episodes 51 through to this one. 
in that order. Given what is happening all around us, we as believers need to do some serious business with our Elohim. This is His appointed time for us to repent before Him, and we cannot afford to miss His appointment. He is poised to hear from us and more willing to extend mercy than we are to receive it. No doubt other days of prayer have been called for on a national and local level. We wholeheartedly support them, and we will join in prayer. But these days are not a substitute for following Elohim's instructions. He has set a particular time, a particular appointment, a divine appointment for us to meet with him. We urge you to follow the Creator's instructions as an urgent priority. Don't miss a meeting that he scheduled. I wonder, what would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs are out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and disregard his invitation for a time more preferable to you? Or would you take the red pill and accept the Creator's invitation as he extended it and prepare yourself for the meeting? Only you can answer that question. Just remember that we all have an appointment with Yehovah that we must keep. Do you really want to explain to him why you disregarded his invitations outlined in Leviticus 23 and replaced them with commercialized, man-made substitutes? Think about it. Tim, I know we've thought about it. That's why we are working through Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. To our listeners, we thank you for listening, for praying with us, and for sharing our podcast. That's all the time we have for this week. Please listen again and do the Berean thing. Study along with us and find the truth we talk about in the Bible. By the grace of the Father, join us next week on Red Pill Tour, where you can handle the truth. Thank you.